is the AA show, the anti-authentical show for February 26, 2020. How's it going, everybody? Oh, this is Big Hitsy episode 153. Uh, the Raptors versus the Bucks, the national game is about to start here when I'm recording this Tuesday evening. And then also the dem- Democratic, Democratic, Democratic uh, South Carolina debate is happening tonight. I don't know what channel it's on because there's so many fucking debates everywhere. I think it's a CBS debate and i saw the uh nevada debate last week which bernie won uh that's not a surprise but however i i I, bloomberg came out and i saw the second half of it you know after the AEW dynamite um and i missed the first half but i saw the second half and i just go oh boy bloomberg's getting slaughtered and the few answers you know my trump uh really gave wrong answers and i just go why why is this so hard for him i i don't understand i it truly show that arrogance and all that i wanted to give him a chance it's like just because you're rich you're arrogant uh i'm sorry i i don't i don't i don't buy that and i wanted to give it an opportunity and he fucking failed and i don't think he's gonna make it rest of the way you know when elizabeth Warren was like selling herself as a look i'm a capitalist and the socialistic values and bernie is going like left her i guess <laughs> i'm just going what the fuck and like we need more, you know, uh, Mexican and African American, you know, Latin American, you know, billionaires and whatnot. The entrepreneurs, they need the opportunity. And then I thought that was a perfect layup for Bloomberg to say when Bernie was like, billionaires are wrong. You know, Bloomberg could have said, well, so Bernie, you don't want any more Latin and black, you know, billionaires. Is that what you're saying, Bernie? They shouldn't exist. Billionaires by default are evil. I don't know how hard it was, and then some of these things is like, look, like, to defeat Trump, blah, 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 all that, and I go, yeah, Elizabeth Warren looked really good, Bernie's obviously rising, and then what I always, I don't, I don't know who I would pick, but, (laughs) but, like, the whole debate, again, once again, about the, whatchamacallit, the socialist versus the non-socialist, I just go, you know what, let the people vote, let the people vote, and the primaries are where, you know, more shits and dogs and ponies show always happen. So I'm just like, you know what? Let them have it. Let's see what happens. Um, and then I'm going to watch the Raptors Bucks and also the South Carolina debate, which Tom Sire took away some John B- Joe Biden votes and Joe Biden's mad. But I'm just going like, dude, whatever. And then Nevada was like hella easy, you know, like Bernie won. I just go, all right, cool. And then he had a gaffe about the whatchamacallit. I haven't seen the 60 Minutes interview, but Bernie said about the Cuba. What did he say exactly? I'm completely just like reading the whole thing. And whatever they said. Bernie praised the communist Cuba. Washington Examiner. So this is obviously the conservative side. Uh, for better or worse, Cuban revolution is a very profound and very deep revolution. Much deeper than I had understood. Sanders wrote. Oh, this was 89. More interesting than... They're providing people with free health care, free education, free housing. Is that they're, in fact, creating a very different value system than the one we're familiar with. Uh, right-wing citizens come back from visiting the with first-hand evidence that all horrors in Cuba, etc., etc. Sanders, blah, 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 blah. So I don't know why any of this is really, in a way, surprising. <laughs> but, like, he didn't... St- he didn't like stand next to like fucking what was it Hugo Chavez and fucking Fidel Castro and is like I walk with you, I walk with you Fidel. You know he didn't really do that. So I'm like what the fuck. And then how come 
How come this is just showing up now? Where was this in 2016? This would have been so easy. Now the video of him from 85, 85 comes out. Uh, yeah. It's funny sometimes American journalists talk about how bad a country is because people are lining up for food. That's a good thing. In other countries, people don't line up for food. Rich people get their food because the poor people starve to death. And he was, well, okay. Wow. So, and then he is like, oh my God, Bernie lost, Bernie lost Florida or yeah, and all that notion going on. And I'm like, all right, all right. This is Jeremy Corbyn anti-Semite history thing going. Uh, but I'm very surprised like this just came out now. And then the 60 minutes interview, which again, I have not seen. What did he say here? We're opposed. Yeah, he did say he, uh, what did he say? We're very opposed to the authoritarian nature of Cuba. But you know, it's unfair to simply say everything is bad. When Castro came into office, you know what he did? He had a massive literacy program. Uh, is that a bad thing? Even though Fidel Castro did it? Under Fidel Castro, education became universal. But he also stipulated that anyone who received this education would have to actively promote government policies both during and after their schooling. Uh, okay. Wait, who wrote this shit? I, I'm so confused reading the Vox article, but anyways, he said, yeah, anyways, he sounded sympathetic. You know what? Let the let the let the people let let the people deal with it, and then see how he does against Trump and all that stuff. That's all I'm gonna say. So, all right. So with that, the big news with the coronavirus that's ongoing now it's spilled over into, well, it, you know, it's it's been spilling over all over the place. Now it's coming out with Korea. By the way, that church in the Daegu, that's a fucking quack church. And I'm, I can't believe you can't just blame. But to be fair, you can't just blame them for the spread of it over there. I mean, goddamn, Wuhan's the one of the largest cities in China. Like, how many people fucking visited there, right? And Italy, it's going off. And I, my, my trip in Korea in April, I, I, I gotta wait and see here. I think U.S. airlines allowed waiving the cancellation fee, but I didn't fly Delta this time. I flew Korean Air. Is a good Korean native would, you know, so I did that, but I'm sure Korean Air would not like just do that shit. So I, I'm gonna wait and see a Marriott. I gotta figure that out. Only the China through mid March is like the wave the cancellation fee shit going on. And yeah, stocks have been kind of suffering the last two days. Kinda has been an understate, but I mean, I I am very surprised of the overreaction. And then it went even worse Tuesday evening after market because they said, oh. You know, this virus could spread in U.S. I go, all right. Uh, I don't know why people freak out, but okay. Am I underplaying this thing? No, I'm not underplaying the illness. But the fact that like, oh my God, is it going to be pandemic? Dude, we had a pandemic with a fucking flu, influenza, H1N1, swine flu. Do you fucking remember? I don't know if MERS and uh, Ebola were a pandemic. Was it a pandemic? I'm trying to remember. I'm gonna look it up now because lack of research. But anyways, we have had pandemics, okay? So just because of the fucking coronavirus, like don't make it whatever. So they didn't call it a pandemic. But anyways, uh, I I'm just going look. Only way I can get the cancellation fee waived and get my money back is if I <laughs> if this is declared pandemic. This is how capitalistic I'm getting. It's like these fucking corporations won't just do the right thing. Anyways, I'm gonna give it a couple weeks, about a month out or something. I'd be like, guys, like I, like even if I go to Korea, I won't be able to do anything. I'll be stuck in a hotel or nobody's in the fucking streets and all that shit. 
what am I gonna do? Like, assuming that this thing continues into April, which is my guess at this point. So anyways, like, I'm like, I'm probably gonna hold off on travel to Korea in April, and, you know, who knows, by that time it spreads everywhere here that we're fucking in trouble. But, you know, market just like tanking, 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 I just go, oh, like, is it, this is, I guess, is a shock to the people that like, oh, economy slow down, but I'm like, um, I, I don't know, I, I just go, we're, we're virtually working. Yes, there's no Chinese manufacturing and all that going on given what's been happening. But I go like, is this, does this justify this ridiculous sell-off? I'm like, yo, rich people got rich, yo. Fuck this shit. And then the people who are trying to get up to that next level are getting fucking screwed over here. So although China is like, we're going to keep buying U.S. goods here. And, and then there's like a little bit of a news like, oh, it's going to be spread over here. Like, oh, people freak the fuck out. So I say, this is a buying opportunity for me. I don't know if I'm going to see the end of it. So I just said, fuck it, I'm going to buy more airline stocks. <laughs> Maybe I should have waited so I could save a dollar or a share more. I go, oh, fuck. But, you know, I, it's a long game for me, you know, so I'm just like, whatever. People are flying, you know, at some point this disease will go unless this is, this is meant for people to fucking go out and die. But anyway, so in the, in the midst of all this, Bob Iger of Disney decide to step down finally, and then the fucking Disney stocks are taking a hit. And I'm like, yes, it's... I don't know why, if you're a fucking half ass like, aware investor, he was gonna step down. He delayed this thing of him stepping down until he kind of, you know, ca- carries that fucking glory torch, the flag of Disney+, Plus, and then the Fox you know, acquisition and merge... And I'm just going like, why is this a surprise? Why are you guys fucking sad? You knew he was going away. You knew all that. You know, is he going to run for president? Shit came up before and all that shit. Like, why, why are investors surprised that he's stepping away? Yeah, it kind of happened out of nowhere. And then, yeah, and they picked the, uh, the guy who led the parks effort, parks and resorts, not the media acquisition and the fucking kicking off the streaming service. So, so I guess that was a shock. So I guess that's where the... That's where the sell-off of Disney was. It was like, uh, yeah, I don't know about this Parks and Resort guy taking over. But I'm like, uh, I go, you know, Disney runs, other than the movie business, which is majority Marvel, Star Wars, people go, oh, man, Star Wars is unbelievable. Pixar is unbelievable. Guy go, like, Lucasfilm, Star Wars, I just go, I, I don't know, man. It's Star Wars has been eh. I, it's not an Avengers level, although Star Wars has more of a legacy doing so now that said i disney plus has been a you know good launch mandalorian was the only like hot show in the beginning and then i don't know any other new show that i'm like all right i gotta keep watching i'm just watching old simpsons episodes again you know that kind of thing and the resorts and all that you know with the coronavirus fucking going on no one's going over there you know the the Bob Iger's book that came out about the Shanghai Disneyland, I was like, that was a fucking project, but like, it's been close for over a month now because of the coronavirus. There's a Paris Disneyland, Hong Kong, and all these other ones. I was like, yeah, those parks are fucking expensive and unbelievable, and people are homeless, believe it or not. So I'm like, good for him. He did a great job since 2006 taking over. You know, Disney has great assets. They made, they have made great acquisitions, and they launched. ESPN Plus and Disney Plus, right? And then the Hulu's been the uh, Hulu's been stabilizing, you know, as an alternative to Netflix and all those other guys. So let's see. Um, but he he did a great job as a CEO. 
for 15 years or almost 2005 he came in and then his acquisitions obviously uh greatly helped because if you remember the 2000s disney before the marvels pixars and star wars picked up in the 2010s all those movies are like yeah they're all right but like eh you know that kind of thing so good for him good for the parks uh but at the same time, I just go, well, this guy made money, not the people at the Disney parks, the, the Imagineers and all that. Oh, those motherfuckers don't get paid, unfortunately, right? This guy took all the money, so. And Bernie said that too. Um, so that's that. So I, good luck to you, Disney. Am I going to buy Disney stocks? I don't know, because uh, Avengers ended. <laughs> Phase 4 is coming. I don't know how the Star Wars is going to do. And then the, I don't know what Pixar franchise is out there now. Like, Toy Story kind of came back. But I'm like, I, I haven't watched The Incredibles still. You know? Yeah, yeah. PK, how could you not watch The Incredibles? I just haven't. I just haven't. Okay? So, yeah. And uh, what, what? Did I have a main topic, BK? Did you have it? Well, yes. I, I'm going to start a new segment. Maybe a monthly segment. Since that, I cannot find the research papers and whatnot that I cannot just easily pull up, unfortunately. So I cannot do, let's read an article thing. Although I've had several articles. You know, I did read the article last week, technically, the quarter-life crisis thing, you know, which is an interesting research research about adolescence and the uh, brain development, becoming an adult, you know, the adult, adulting, you know, all that stuff. So uh, the other one that I was thinking for a while is to uh, just uh, pick a movie. It might sound very male-centric because I'm a guy, cis male. What do you expect? So... I'm going to say life lessons from all these movies, that they're quotable movies. Uh, I don't know what the segment's going to be called, but anyways, the movie that I picked now, I think it's just perfectly fitting, is Batman Begins. <sighs> uh, so, what's the quote, BK, out of that movie? I mean, yeah, there's so many movies that I have, especially like Dark Knight, Batman Begins, blah, 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 as you'll hear maybe once a month, that are very quotable. There are very significant quotes that I live by. <laughs> So it's like, which one do you guess? Which one do you guess? And then they're like, oh, is that the one that like, what the hell are you? No, no, no. It's like, it's not who I am. It's what I do that defines me. No, not that one. Fuck that thing. It is. It's not who I am underneath, but what I do that defines me. No, what you do is who you are underneath. It just came externally. So that fucking sentence doesn't make sense to me. So there's that. So the quote that I really love so much from Batman Begins, not The Dark Knight, I'll get to that movie one day, is, uh, why do we fall, Bruce? Why do we fall? Be- so we can learn to feel- <laughs> we can learn to pick ourselves up. And then I just go, that's fucking great. I- How come I never heard that in any other movies before? How come nobody ever told me this shit? Instead of, every time I fall, everybody, every person either goes like, hi, you fell, it's fucking hilarious. I was like, get the fuck up, you know, that shit. Instead of giving me, why, why do you think you fell, guy? I mean, it's as condescending as that sounds. If my dad or somebody elder said it, I'd be like, dude, what the fuck? Help me up. Or, but then, so you can learn to pick yourself up. I just go, Psh. all that like fucking seven syllables that you dropped me right there, you could offer the um. However, the real life lesson here is that, look, why do we fall? Why do we fall? I just go, look, everyone's going to hit the goddamn bottom. Spit up a continuation of the quarter life crisis here. Look, 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 it's not crisis. Not everything is disastrous. The feeling of sadness and anxiousness time to time is perfectly a normal human emotion. Anger is real. Frustration is real. It's like it, it, there are basic emotions and archetypes of people that you're going to run into and all that shit, right? So, you know, but at some point when a lot of those accumulates, you know, 
you get you fall really hard emotionally, mentally, physically, whatever the fuck you call it. But then like in the end, ah, unless it's like really really deteriorating around you, then seek help. I'll say that right now. You know, however the seek help is through friends or doctors or whatever. Look, eventually the one that needs to get up with all that support and help, unfortunately, or fortunately, is really you, you yourself. So you got to get the fuck up on your own. So whatever the doctor prescribes, whatever the thing they give you, eventually you need to get up and function. I'm sorry I sound very cruel. It's like that episode I had, episode 89, June 20th, 2018. One reason why when Kate Spade, Anthony Bourdain, and 13 Reasons Why thing came up, look, the basic gist of it is, look, look, no matter how much I, I can help as a friend or colleague or whatever, outside family member, I can only do so much. And make the person not go suicidal. I'm not saying like every time you fall, you're going to go fucking kill yourself. No, not that. But like that's an absolute bottom. But you got to learn to pick yourself up. And once you learn how to pick yourself up and go, you know, you get you get stronger. <laughs> I'm just thinking Dragon Ball. Yeah, like you, you have the method, you know, to be comfortable in uncomfortable positions. When you fall, it's fucking uncomfortable. If you get up and then you learn how to get up. Uh, you be you become comfortable again, so you gotta get used to that. You gotta get it's a it's a quote about not just like hitting the bottom and getting up, but once you reach that point or p- reach the point of real discomfort, like how do how do you feel comfortable? You know, you, you're gonna Brett Favre and just like hurl the fucking ball, or you're gonna get happy feet and left with Russell Wilson trot it out and then like go for like five yard gain from a potential minus seven yards or some shit, right? So that's what getting yourself up means. All right, being up. Being comfortable in the uncomfortable and then learning how to be in the comfortable position. So that's you getting up. So that's the life lesson. I'm going to keep it short there. Otherwise, I'm going to be repeating myself and more sports analogies are very, very arrogant, ignorant examples that I would throw. So I'm going to stop right here. Thanks for listening. I'm going to keep the episode short this week. Uh, Thanks for listening. Uh, Please stay safe out there. Please stay safe out there. You know, wash your hands, cover all your holes. You know, if you're wearing, if you're gonna wear a mask, wear the swimming goggles, earplug, whatever. That you know, cover your sweat holes. Just like cover all your entire fucking body. If you're going out there for coronavirus, then nothing would get into you. Okay, so be safe. Don't believe in a quack religion. You know, like you're doing fucking Daegu over there. And then uh, keep it steady, positive. And then uh, we'll check back next week. Bye.